Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now, today is the day where we normally do, let me adjust my light up in here. Ooh, I'm not going that looking. Today is the day where we normally do a show from the pulpit to the couch where you receive biblical teachings from someone in ministry as well as hear from myself, <clears throat> Jeanette Abney, a licensed marriage family therapist. Now, some individuals believe that if a person is a LMFT, that we only do marriage counseling, and that is so not true because we do a combination of a lot of different things in regards to whether it's mental health, whether it's dealing with relationships, whether it's dealing with um, conflict resolution skills or whatever it is that we're teaching the individual. We do have the capacity to work with individuals regarding a whole variety of issues, whether it's personal, relationship, behavioral. We want to put that out there. Now, with that being said, some therapists, we do parenting, co-parenting. You know, we work with women with women's issues, self-esteem issues, drug and alcohol addictions, things of that nature. Now, today's topic is an interesting topic, and that is because it is or has a lot to do with dating, which is something we talk about, being single, being a female, and being a woman of faith or being in the church. Now, someone brought to my attention something that was posted in social media, and the question was, is the church keeping women single? And I was like, you know what? Excuse my voice because my throat is going in. My voice is going in and out. But I was like, you know what? That's an interesting topic. And one of the reasons why I felt that it was interesting is because there's been some conversations in regards to that. And I remember in my younger years when I was going to church and people were trying to date me and, mind you, disclaimer, I never dated a man or had a boyfriend in church or met someone in the church and met, that never happened to me. So I wasn't one that believed in the fairy tale of my mother. If you go to church, you'll find you a good Bible man or a, a godly man because there's some people in the church that – um. Oh, no, so I would want to be married to them anyway or dating them in the church. <laughs> if you was in church all your life, a lot of individuals had that perception. I had a different perception, and partly because my mother was young, going to the church, and my mother got pregnant by a preacher, so I was always getting a preacher, so I see a preacher I run with. So, but with that being said, I always noticed that there were more women in the church versus men in the church. Even when I was a kid and I had to go to church with my grandmother or go to Sunday school, Bible study, all this other stuff, there were always more girls than there were boys. So if this philosophy pretty much was true, that going to church, you will find someone in the church, date someone in the church, is that a way of luring people to keep them coming with a promise? or? Could it be that some women are missing the word of God because they perhaps may be going to church for the wrong reason? So where is all of this coming from? And, you know, I didn't get a chance to call Miss Lady T, but I, I think I'm going to call Miss Lady T because some of my other individuals, they kind of 
um, haven't called in yet. So let me see, because I haven't talked to her in a while. Let me see if I can ask her this question. And I want to say, too, that I noticed that pre-COVID, there were a lot of individuals going to church that were single. Some are married. But as we're talking about single women, now, since COVID, individuals are doing church a little differently. Some people are doing online church. Some individuals have just even stopped going to the place of worship altogether. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, that that's bad, bad, something's wrong or something happened in the church. It just seemed like between, with COVID occurring, our whole world just kind of stopped the way we were, we were doing, we're doing things. Now, I want to ask Lady T a question. So, I don't know, she may answer the phone, she may not. I know she's probably going to be like, you know, why you didn't tell me this beforehand? <laughs> hey, Lady T, you know what? I forgot to send you the information for the show today, but I called you and I got you on speakerphone. But I have a question for you, the church. And someone brought an article to my attention, and the article read, is the church keeping women single? And I thought about that, and I looked at it from an overall perspective, meaning sometimes there are more women than men in the church. I've seen that. Yes. Yes. Some women like you and I, we started going to church at a very young age, and, you know, our parents may have said something or we watched something. People didn't know we were paying attention to things. But some individuals had this perception that if I go to church, if I do this, if I'm a good girl, I'll find me a God-fearing man in church, get married, da 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 and like I said, I ain't never met a man and married a man from the church, okay? But some women go to church for the wrong reasons. Now, I'm not saying right. it all started when they were young, but some come in and they're maybe their teenage years, some come in their young adult life. But when I thought about is the church keeping women single, I looked at it from two different perspectives. One time the woman may go in single, with, I don't want to say ill intentions, but if the pastor is single, that's interesting. Because sometimes the woman don't want to talk about a boyfriend, don't want to da 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 And then I've seen it to where the pastor may see that his flock is not relationship ready, and they're there for the word of God that shouldn't be there for dating anyway. Now, and then you got some pastors that's just overprotective. What's your take on that? about is the church keeping women single? Well, I don't think the church, because we are the church. Mm -hmm. So if a woman being single, is other people keeping them single? I think what keeps a woman single is are you religious or do you have relationships? Mm -hmm. Some religious women, they keep themselves out of relationships because they're so caught up on Oh, this, or you can't do this, or you can't do that, or you got to mm-hmm. wear a dress, patches, your clothes, you know. But if you have a relationship with God, you know who you are. You're confident in who you are. Mm-hmm. You can meet someone, a nice person that don't have to be in the church, that's willing to take care of you, be with you, and be in a relationship, marry you, and do all that. Mm-hmm. So it has. And then, um, a it's not the church. A woman keeps herself single, if she's bitter, if she's angry, if she's holding a grudge, if she's holding something against someone, or if she's carrying past her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And, and the reason why I called you and I thought about you, let me see. I got another caller on the line. Let me 
love this person in. I think I know who this is. The number looks Oh, and another thing, Jeanette, mm. if, if they in, in one of them, like Jim Jones said, <laughs> you know, they in a cult, and the leader is keeping them single. Yes, yes. And, and you know, and the leader is like, nope, you can't, that ain't for you, that ain't for you, that nobody's for them, because he wants all the focus on him, not necessarily to be with him, but no, you got to stay single in order to serve me. Got you. And see, that's where I saw it from a lot of different perspectives. Um, but they just know some women want to meet a man that ate into church and have him go change his life. And that is true because we start talking about equally yoked, but you can't make a person go do anything that they don't want to do because okay? no. if it's not in them, it's not in them. I remember when I used to take my last husband to church, he told me because he was of the Muslim belief that a Muslim can marry a Christian, and I was concerned about his being unequally yoked. And he would be like, well, I'll go to church with you. Girl, you know, if I'd be sitting up at church falling asleep, I'd be nudging him, and oh, <laughs> he'd be intimidating the pastor. I used to be like, you ain't going to church with me no more. This is not cool, you know. But, yeah, but you, if, you have a good, if you have a good man at home, because I'm telling you, we would be raised in the church. There was a lot of uh, <laughs> older in the church, the church, some of the church mothers, some of the leaders in the church. They were married, but their husbands didn't come to church. Mm-hmm. They leave their husbands, and they was. Uh, they was into the church all the way, 100%, and mm-hmm. their husband supported them being there. But their husband didn't come, but they wasn't going to leave their husband because their husband was a good man and took care of their home and took care of him. That is true. And you know what? And that is true because there were a lot of um, married women in the church, and you didn't see the man of the house, of the household in the church. That is so true. I saw a lot of those dynamics. Children, but mm-hmm. you see Correct. Correct. Now, when the article was presented to me, and I'm hoping that the young lady called in and some other individuals called in that we can elaborate on this, and because, first of all, church is not a dating place anyway. You shouldn't go to no, church just not. to date. So no, we need to... Looking for a date. Correct. So we need to really get that out of our head, especially right. if the pastor is single and fine. I remember when um, when I started going to Higher Dominion Worship Center, I remember Joanne told me one time, she said, Jeanette, you know, you're the only person that ain't never tried to with my brother. Girl, I wasn't thinking about your brother. <laughs> so that wasn't even the reason why I came to the church. I came for a meeting, you know. Uh-huh. But sometimes when the pastor is single, I know pastors catch it. I know they do. All right. Pastors catch it even when they're married from single women. Even when they ugly. Girl, 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 girl. <laughs> It don't matter. It's the title. It's the preaching. It's the and that they can sing. It's all that that people are attracted to. But like you said, women should go to church for that because you should think in your mind if you attracted to him, how many other women you think are attracted to him, and what are your chances of getting at him? Even if you got at him, who else, who else got at him? Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Thank so you shouldn't go there with that on your mind or the intention to date the pastor anyway, mm-hmm. whether he's single or not. Mhm, and you know, and sometimes they see that's a learned behavior. It Especially is. Especially if but they you thought, know you're causing the man to fall, oh, and yeah. the man is responsible for souls. So God is going to go after him. God mm-hmm. is going to reprimand him because you're causing him to fall and be out of place because you're a temptation. Mm-hmm. So I have a question, Lady T, because being a first lady of a church, and sometimes in churches they have different ministries. They have a woman's department. They have a single ministry. They have a lot of different things. Now, 
from my perspective, that would be where individuals would work with individuals within a group to try to teach them, you know, about being a lady, about etiquette, etiquette, about relationships, about, you know, what's healthy, what's not healthy. And that's where some individuals get their learning because they weren't taught these things at home. Like right. you said, when you said you, you dress all the way down to your toes, girl, you almost had me cracking. I was about to spit my my drink out because I remember I'll never forget one time Mother Hammond told me, baby, you know your dress is too short. You know, Girl, Mother Hammond used to get on my nerve about my clothes. So what I did, I would go buy me a dress and her a dress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'd be like friends. She'd get on me, where's your slip? The dress don't need a slip. You know, and but she had the old school way, and I respected her for that. Because even when we talk about dress code, a lot of single women are dressing single. They let you know they're single and ready to mingle. And we've seen a lot of that on social media where what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, to where people don't dress the way they used to. And, Carla, I see that you're on the line right now. Do you have any questions? in regards to today's topic, is church keeping women single? Because there's a lot of single women, there's a lot of widows, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of individuals that make up the body of the church. Well, Mike, and, you're talking to, are you talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. Okay. Um, I know. And you know what? I really wanted to listen to yesterday's, and I could not get on at 2 o'clock. I wish you would go back to noon, because I was really <laughs> interested in yesterday's, too, because uh, that was really interesting. Um I don't go to church to look to date. I, people tell you, tell you, say they say, oh, you know, go to church. You know, my, I don't go to church to meet somebody. But my church that I go to doesn't have a singles group. And I just heard you say some churches do have a singles group. And like mm-hmm. mine has a divorce care, a grief care, and all of that. But I'm like, I wish we did have a singles group just, just to have other people to meet with because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, everything else, they have a group. Well, why can't we have a singles group? And I don't know why we don't have one. But I don't think we have, to me, I don't think we have too many people who are single in our church. But, I mean, I think that, you know, you don't go to church to pick up on the pastor. You don't go to church to pick up on somebody else. I just don't think that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is not. But, I mean, I I mean what, are pe- do people actually do that? I mean, they actually, because even when I've had people say, oh, you know, when you go to church, that's the best place to meet somebody. I'm like, are you kidding I'm not going to church to meet somebody. I mean, I guess if there was a singles group, I mean, I've done the grief share because I'm a widow. I've done, mm-hmm. you know, the the women's group. The There's groups for, like, Bible studies, but most of them are couples. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I want to, that's the only thing I kind of miss, and I was going to talk to one of the um, people about it because there are some churches around me that, do have, I think, some of those singles groups, but I'm not, I don't think I want to switch churches because of that. Does that make sense? Well, Um, sounds to me like you're going about it the right way by talking to someone and maybe they can um, see and talk amongst the congregation or have the next meeting and then see if that's something that they can implement and get someone to start it to where you got some churches that do, um, they have nice where they go skating, they go bowling, singles nights. so some churches do things that based on the needs within their um, congregation, from my understanding. Right. You can correct me if 
in regards to that lady T. But I know that some of the churches that I've attended, they've had different things. Now, then the question becomes because there's a lot of individuals that are you got Christian single, you got all these e harmonies, you got individuals even in the church that are on these dating websites too. And now, they are I don't know about the the dating websites and they say they go to church, they do this and that I think, I'm sorry, but I think half the time they're just that's somebody told them how to write that script. Because <laughs> I, I I can't even he, now let me tell you my stepson though he met his uh, current wife on eHarmony. That was shocking mm-hmm. crap out of me. I'm like really? Oh, well, I mean you heard that phrase where you have to date a lot of frogs where you but I'm like See that, I'm that's eHarmony. That's, I don't think our eHarmony they're not all Christian on eHarmony, so I'm sorry. Yeah, and you know, um, a lot of the people are looking into these faith-based dating sites or these different um, things that they're trying to go out and meet someone. But, you know, I like when um, <laughs> Jose said Facebook dating is the best. I don't know about that because I've seen the thing on Facebook. I've never been on any dating site or dating app. But when people go into my and start messaging me, I get I get, I get mad. I, I really did. I had somebody cracking up the other day. I said, I gave a scammer another scammer's phone number because I got tired of him. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, the Facebook dating, somebody told me it's supposed to be the best. I'm like, they're crazy. Because I don't do Facebook except to talk to you or charity yeah. events or different things like that. But I try, I'm trying the Facebook dating right now. And I met a couple different in the rest of the place. And, I'm, and they're not Christian. If I'm a Christian, I'm, I'm baptized Catholic, but I'm Christian. And they go to church, mm-hmm. they say, well, that's not the first thing on their mind. I can guarantee you that. And I'm like, no, 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 oh, this is not good. good. There you go. There you go. And, okay, so getting back to the women in the church and being single in the church, because sometimes being single in the church, people it's have. It's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. It's very, I was just about to say this. It's very uncomfortable because. I remember in my younger days when I had kids and I was divorced and I was going to church and being single, uh, being unmarried, and a lot of women thought looked at me as a threat. I'm like, I'm not just not what I'm here for. You know, I'm not looking for deacon so-and-so. I'm not looking for so-and-so, so-and-so. You know, I'm here to try to make sure that me and my kids are, you know, attending church service and learning about the Bible and the Word. And all. But right. they do. It's, it's like you walking in a territory, like you walking on eggshells or something, you know. And But we have to stop that. We really have to stop that and start trying to embrace women and taking them up under our wings and try to guide them in the right direction, especially if we see that they're looking for something. And we want to make sure we're teaching Bible principles too. That's really right. huge. And when I really. go, and that's, I, at first I felt like what you just said. I felt like they must be threatened being online because, but now, after it's been a couple of years, and I'm like, and they're so I'm close to some of the women. You know, we tag each other on the Facebook, or we um, give each other a hug and hi, how are you? And you know, and now that my daughter's a little older because you know she's special needs, they they after the COVID there was they had a program, but everybody was the, the older and the younger were all crammed together. Now all the high school and older ones are are in separate and which they're learning about God because they don't have to listen to the younger ones that are special needs crying. And that's the one thing I do like. And now my daughter, she says every Sunday, Mom, we're going to church, right? Yeah, okay. Quit going. Before I used to have to drag her. I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That kid's too noisy in that. I don't want to go. 
So, but well, now she goes, and now she tells me what she learned, and that, which mm-hmm. is good. And and then I've met some moms, two moms of special needs, which is good mm-hmm. that go to the church. Now we've become friends. It's taken a couple of years, you know, since I moved here, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. So now I'm starting, so now we're getting together and doing things with our kids and doing mm-hmm. things separately or meeting and having lunch because we right. take care of our kids. And but they're still, they're, they're married. I'm not. One of them isn't. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm a widow, so I still feel left out. So I have a question for you, Lady T. And one of the articles that I was looking at, and it was from um, Essence Magazine, and they were talking about um, is the church keeping women single, and they brought up a lot of different perspectives. I can't really get to it because I got all my gadgets and gadgets already operating. But do you see or, I mean, I know since COVID, the numbers have dropped in regards to participation. I get that. But is there a sense that women, single women, are leaving the place of worship and leaving church? To do other things, to meet other people, think, or do you think it's still growing? I think women that are not bound by religion, mm-hmm. they um, sometimes leave when they get a true relationship with God, and mm-hmm. if the leader is not leading the right way, or is this going on in the church, and they realize that it has, it has affected them in ways where they're not fit to be in a relationship, I think that they leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good concept. That's a really good concept. In other words, if you're but not why, getting Jeanette, what you... I'm sorry to interrupt, but why... So she was, your topic is the church keeping you single. What, why keep them single? single? I mean, what's the purpose of keeping us single? Well, I would love for some pastors to call in or deacons or individuals, and sometimes... It's a lot of different things. This is Jeanette talking. I'm not just saying this is true. Tell me, you correct me if I'm wrong on this. Sometimes people get an ego. They get the big head. And people stop worshiping God and they start worshiping their pastors. And right. sometimes when women really? are trying their yeah. When women are oh. trying to worship pastor versus worshiping God, it becomes a financial thing. They start giving more money to the church. They start buying the pastor gifts. They start trying to be his friend. You can't do that. They start trying oh yeah. They do a lot of things that's not really always appropriate. But can the pastor does the pastor accept the gift? Well, it gives the pastor the attention. And it's like being a jock at school and you got all these people fighting over you, wanting you and so but that's not the, the right world, way. That's the right biblical not, way, is it? It's not. But as long as it keeps your congregation going, like I said earlier, the church can keep the end of women single or may want the people single, especially if you got a young, handsome pastor, because you've got all these young girls coming in there, flocking in there for that young, handsome man, and they keep giving uh-huh. this man all this attention. So if all of these women start marrying or getting married and husbands, don't want them going to church. And, you know, in some cases, the husband will stay at home and support his wife going to church, and she giving everybody, giving the money to so-and-so. It's kind of like um, I remember there was this, this skit that I used to watch on YouTube, and the wife was cooking some dinner one day, and she was cooking fine chicken, barbecuing, making pies. Her husband came home hungry and said, this looks good. She said, this for my pastor. 
said, your pastor didn't buy these groceries. Your pastor, because the wife was feeding the pastor, doing all. So sometimes it gives them that attention. It gives them that attention. And you're you talking specifically, specifically single pastors, right? No, not just single parents. I mean, not single pastors. Sometimes married pastors, too. I don't think the wife would tolerate that very well, I wouldn't think. The wife I mean, don't I don't know. Are they, are, are they, I mean, if I was married to a pastor and, and someone was doing that, I'd be a little bit like talking, why is this woman doing this? I got it. I, I, mean, I understand you want to sometimes do it for the church, but when you single out the pastor, I don't think that's a godly thing. That's terrible. Yeah, I agree. But it's not like these things don't happen. Oh, so okay. you can your husband and your husband and you got sister, sister, so-and-so donating to the church two grand, three grand a, a week every Sunday. She's oh. putting it in the pocket of her eye. Pastor looking like, Bill, leave her alone. <laughs> oh, so, I'm not. So oh. These are things, and you know, and I'm not saying all churches, I'm not. Um, my auntie had posted something about that the pastor was all the women, you know, and, and I'm not saying that I'm not judging anyone, but my thing is if you are going to get the word and hear the word of God, and if you're going because you're living right, you're doing right, that should be the furthest thing from your mind. So sometimes you got to be aware of false prophets. You also got to make sure, like Tammy was saying earlier, you're not in a cult, and you got to make sure that the man of God is living his life as a man of God. And, you know, and you want to make sure that you're guiding your flock in the right direction is basically the bottom line. But, yeah, um, these things do happen. They they really do. Um, well, I guess I, I guess when I come to that, I'm kind of like naive thinking that's not the right. I mean, I've heard about things like that happening in churches, and I'm thinking, oh, Jesus. But if I even thought that was going on in my church, I don't think I'd be going and a lot I mean, of times. I mean, I don't, like I said, I just, but I stayed in my, well, I mean, there's another couple that actually she was my massage therapist, and I told her about the church, and so then she took her husband, and they liked it, and they went to another one that they used to go to, but then, then they really liked this one, so then I would sit with them when I, when I see them, but I still feel like mm-hmm. weird because it's just me, and everybody in there is like a couple. I mean, I swear mm-hmm. there's no single people, and I'm like... Okay, so, you know, because this thing about meet somebody at church, yeah, that would be great, you know, because the people at church are nice. But, I mean, I'm not going there to meet somebody, but, you know, if it happened, it happened. But I sit with them, and, you know, or sometimes I just sit by myself, and I go up, but I, I do feel uncomfortable by myself. Mm-hmm. I, mean, don't, I mean, I have to tell you, deep breath. even the pastor, he's very nice looking. He's married. He talks mm-hmm. to every, all these couples, but you know the one thing: there are a few singles. Whenever you, you know he's talking, you're in. It's like the singles don't exist, which that kind of bothered me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I don't know if that's something that ever happens. You know, but, you, but no. I know this topic is about what? What, well, what is the purpose of keeping a woman single? Or, <laughs> you want to make sure that, like I said, you know, God is not going to give you somebody else's husband. First of all. 
Secondly, right. you want to make sure that you get yourself together and that you are ready. Now, looking at something, and it talks about how do single Christians deal with loneliness because some individuals are, like I said, they're looking for love, and you may be looking for love in the wrong place when you're talking about trying to find a person in church. It talks about four ways God can use single women to love his people. Build your relationship with God first and foremost. And we have to start right. our relationship every day with God, and don't be sitting up and thinking about the person that's sitting next to you, no matter what kind of cologne you got on. You want to right. encourage their single Christians. You want to encourage them, not discourage them by telling them to do bad things. Love is the right. least of what's going on. You want to make sure you serve at your church, and God never wastes his gift that he gives. So if you keep your mind stayed on him, and then you won't get caught up in a lot of these these um, traps and temptations and things that goes on within the church, in the body of the church, because, like I said, it's about finding finding balance. And as you were indicating, you've never seen these things um, happen, but they do. They they really do. And for whatever the reason is, you know, we can't say, but we just got to do better. We really got to do better. Mm-hmm. And a lot well, of I mean, the- I'm not saying. I guess if I think back, I'm, and I can. I've seen. I don't know if they're necessarily single, but you know, they like the pastor because he's very nice looking. You know, and so they go up and they talk to him. And to the, to the, to the, but I'm not going to go up and do that because that's not me. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm single and I'm just not going to, I wouldn't even think about going with the pastor one, two, especially when it's married. Well, that, what the heck? May you. Okay, I'm on, I want to play something. And I'm just going to put it okay. by the Facebook page. It talks about, and this is what the thing that was sent to me, and I said there is some truth to that. And this is what the gentleman said. Oh, you want to me? You want to let me play it? I guess because it was only down for a certain amount of time. But the way he asked the question is the church keeps women single. And let me see. Maybe I can find it on our Facebook page. Because I was waiting on her to call in. Because, like I said, we have a lot of God-fearing women. It's God-fearing men. But, like I said, the church should not be a place for hookups. And it should be a place of worship. It should be a place of fellowship. But yet there are a lot of different things going on. Now, I can't even play. I'm on her Facebook page. I can't even play the thing she sent to me. When she sent it to me, now you can't even hear it anymore because that was one of the topics. Okay, somebody's calling me. Let me lock this person in and hear their take on this. Hi, welcome to Christian Hello? Jamaican Love Radio, number N68. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm well. Got questions. And the topic is, is huh? the church keeping single? What's your take on that? Do you think that... Individuals going to church that they're giving, being fed, miss wrong information to try to keep them single versus trying absolutely, to absolutely, okay. without a without a doubt, one hundred percent yes. Okay, and what is your take uh-huh. on that? <laughs> well, Where, they have no single- they have no choice. They have no choice uh-huh. because because if you were listening to them. In light of the truth that you know because of the spirit inside of you, well, then you would obviously have the right frame of mind to respond to what you're saying. And uh-huh. I know what, yeah, I know what you're getting at, but you know, their religious system that they're in, the people today uh-huh. that you're talking about, that's a religious uh-huh. system. And this is where the, this is where 
you find an adversarial position against what you know, and it's just a constant reminder when they open uh-huh. their mouth of how much God really loves you. And, and that puts a smile on your face because obviously you already knew that. That's what you were uh-huh. doing until your feelings became powerful because of the way they respond to the truth. That's what your um, situation was because, hey, I mean, they're never going to talk about the fruit, right, that you were producing God through this lady's life when she was having this experience with the people that were not reflecting what she was projecting to you. Uh But But otherwise they were adversarial towards you, God, and God showed you being the person. Let me, let me, that... let me stop Let me stop you right here, way busy. I'm looking at something in this article, and it's so relevant, and it says a large number of single women are leaving a church, and it says why. And this article was written um, just a year ago, January 10, 2023. And one of the things they talked about for years, individuals or women have attended churches all over the world, and, you know, they talked about faith and feminism, and they did a lot of different work. And one of the things that the question was, and it's such them that what is going on when it comes to women leaving a church at a increasingly high rate? And they did a study. And the study showed that single women are most likely to group to leave Christianity in the U.S. in numbers, and they told a similar story. They talked about singlehood. Oh. And they talked about that they discovered that single our Christian women were leaving because they're single. It's no secret that Christian churches exhort marriages as God designed for humankind. And yet many women struggle to find suitable spouses in the church. And that is true. You Just because you're going to church doesn't mean you're going to find your boy ass in the church because you might find please, somebody. Please. If you looked at, um, what's his name, Franklin, when he did some family tree, hilarious. Because, like I said, more women than men um, attend the church. It also goes on to say that sometimes intimidating, without the validity that comes with marriage, single women don't feel accepted in the Christian context, and more so if their or career focus, personality traits that are often recorded as intense or difficult. Women describe the idea that Christian women to me that they easily say that they want you to be all, all easy going and submissive. So, Lady T, I have a question for you because I know I am a vicious go getter. Do you think that that is a turnoff for some single women in the church if they don't feel that where they're going or their needs are getting met, or do they look at that? What is your take on that? Well, I have to say this though, just in, in, in light of what you're saying, you know, there's the physical part. There's the physical part of ourselves, right? That uh, like you can look at your eyeballs and see your hand, right? You can look at your hand uh-huh. and go, "Yeah, my hand's right there." Okay. And then if you if I was sitting across from you, I'd say, "Can you see me?" And you go, "Yeah, I see you way busy." And I go, "Okay, what color is my hair?" You'd say, "Well, it's brown." Uh-huh. <laughs> and I would say, oh, "Okay, well, cool." My, my question, my question but, but, listen, but listen, but listen, but listen, but listen, but listen, listen. But listen, listen, there's a, the natural part of ourselves, right? We can both see we have a natural part of ourselves, you know, looking at our two eyeballs. But if you're talking about inside of who you are, in the center of your heart, well, in the center of your heart, if I get you correctly, this is where Christ sits on the seat of who you are. And so he illuminates you with this light to show you something, 
mm-hmm. because okay. you didn't know before. And the reason why you didn't know before is because there was darkness between your mind and your heart. And that's where mm-hmm. you were occupying that space. But when God mm-hmm. shows you yourself, he illuminates that, that what mm-hmm. he's showing you. So there's only light. And when you can, okay. when you okay. can okay. follow. You, you okay. What do that have to do with the topic of is the church keeping women single? Because, because I don't want because to the church single. the church is the is the problem. The church is the problem. All these women, I would tell all these women. I tell them all the time, if you want to grow in the knowledge of who you are, you have to come out of the church. And they say, what do you you know? And I say, look at that's the system. If you come out of the system, it's only because God's taking you out of the system. So that you can listen to him. And uh-huh. when he shows you what he did in the first century, because when you open the Bible, you're talking about the first century. In the beginning, uh-huh. God created old covenant Israel. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Uh-huh. It says heaven and earth. I go, I go, I know it says heaven and earth, but Israel had pride lifted up into the heavenly part. And that was uh-huh. the heaven and earth because it was a geographical location location it was talking about israel so that means that that heaven and earth was going to pass away and the new one was going to come right. it but, wasn't okay. but it, yeah. it's taking us to a whole nother issue i know now my question then what is a single woman to do if she's trying to get the word of god stay focused okay. learn biblical teachings so cool. that she has to stay single. She can be successful. Cool. She can find someone that's equally yoked. You know, do they nice. have to walk away, walk away from a system, but we're not trying to keep people engaged in the system when it becomes relational. So, I mean, yeah, I right, right, right. talking to women that are going through some things to help guide them in the I right direction. You. It's like a baby. It's like you take them I from a baby you. to to young adulthood, to adulthood, and many individuals grew up <laughs> in the church that this is where I'm going to be, this I is know. what my family is going to be, this is where I'm going to find my husband, and well, that's not always true. Sometimes it can be a setup. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's a, lot of the, a lot of that is those situations you just, you just brought up are, those are the, the, uh, the trauma to the person. <laughs> That stuff is a trauma to the person that you're speaking about. And I understand that. I get that. I get that. I appreciate that. Yeah, right, right, right. And so, therefore, because like I said, there are a lot of women. I remember when my mother was a single mother, and my mother was soul Uh searching. She was broken. She was hurt. And she would drag us from church to church to church to church to church as a single mother. Sometimes we would be in meetings. Uh We didn't even walk into a meeting. We might be a choir rehearsal. She's just trying to find a place to go because... She was looking for something as a single woman, and yet didn't find what she was looking for. And there's a lot of individuals that are out there, and they don't know what to do. So, Lady T, well, what would you say in regards to that? Because we do got to do better. You know, even meeting people where they are to where they're trying to go. And sometimes you got to break old habits and try to teach them how to relearn things. And you want to make sure that they able to gravitate to it, and it's not so much you're not turning them off by being judged. Right. Right. Which and that's what I talk about. You talk about this all the time. Uh, what I'm going to talk about, you talk about all the time. And I've listened mm-hmm. to you for a long, long time, and I know you, you talk about this. Uh, 
where your you know where your <clears throat> most people don't know this, but your brain your 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 brain is connected to your central nervous system, and where it's connected is just a little tiny little spot, right? Mm-hmm. It's a tiny little it's a tiny spot. It's almost like you we're looking at a mustard seed, that kind of a spot, right? That's how it's connected. Right? Okay. But I, I just okay. I just want to oh. focus um this way I don't want to make sure we stay in focus. And trying to make sure that because not only is it a challenge for single women, is the church keeping uh-huh. um women single? Single men can't tell too in the church. So I don't want to overlook them either because sometimes what they and when they go on the church and they're looking to get the word or they're looking to turn their life around or they're looking for a strong men's department and now they're distracted by all this other stuff that's going on. We got to keep the men focused too. We got to keep the women focused. Look at so how if I didn't if I, if I didn't stay focused, I wouldn't be able to keep I wouldn't be able to keep doing what I'm doing, you know, because people be saying, "Yo, he's fake, man. He ain't, he ain't real." You see, he's mm-hmm. inconsistent, but you see, you have to remember something, man. Right? Look, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't just bring nothing to the table when it comes to the people mm-hmm. outside of myself when I'm speaking. You understand? I'm trying to make, I'm trying to get a connection. Like Oprah Winfrey had a a a a a a show when she had Ellen DeGeneres on her show, and I was like, I almost skipped through it for a second because, like, yeah, right. <laughs> but then I listened to it, right? And I was just listening to it, and Ellen, uh, Oprah was asking. Ellen, the generous, she says, when you're on stage, because she was telling her she was in the comedian and she's like, you know, and all this stuff, and she's like, you know, entertainer and all that. And I had a I can I can appreciate that. She's gay and all that. And I was like, you know, whatever, cool, cool, cool. But you know, I, that's why I was going to skip, but I didn't skip. I just wanted to listen. And then when the, when the, when, they, when I was listening, the spirit was showing me something about what they were saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, what, one of the things. <clears throat> well, let me is... just say. Let me, say, let me just say. Let me just say. Let me just say. Let me just say this, though. Let me just say this. So, uh, Oprah asked. Oprah asked her. You know, Ellen, what when you're on stage, in front of the people, the audience, right? She says, "When is it going down for you? I mean, you know, when is it really going down for you?" And she says, "When I have a connection with the audience." She said, mm-hmm. "That's where it's going down for me." And when she said mm-hmm. that. It resonated with who I am when I'm talking to people in the audience, like you and the, whoever else is listening at the moment. Um, so, but if you try to step on me, you try to step on my step on, you know, you step on me, you're stepping on my credentials. And I'm like, look it. I try to explain to people the first time around is that this is like uh-huh. what I'm doing is what I was gifted to do, and you want to, you, you know, know and I have to have. You you're taking me way off topic again, and I want to go into some of the things that I learned the other day when I was attending a training with public speaking. And one of the things that the man said is, I speak to feed, meaning when you're speaking, you want to speak to purpose. When I'm doing these podcasts, I'm trying to, and I'm focusing on the purpose of what it is I'm trying to feed the individuals. You don't have to agree, and you, even if you disagree, one, as long as we don't disrespect. But we don't want to just babble and babble and babble and lose the audience because you got to be able to know and read your audience. Today, there were a lot of single women out there that are struggling with trying to find a way to stay faith-based and yet still have a life to 
where they know that if they're dating, like we talked yesterday um, about dating with intentions because you don't want to be wasting your time playing games. If you are in church, you want to make sure that you are living a godly life. And nobody's saying people got to be perfect. Nobody's saying you got to be holier than thou. But by that same token, we want to make sure that we're leading and guiding people in the right direction so we ain't giving them a one-way ticket to hell. What's your take on that, Lady T? Wow. Because you got some places that are just messy. And I said you got some places that are just messy. And with that being the case, you don't want to get caught up and connected with things of that nature because you don't want to be a part of it. Or you should want to be a part of it. Right. So and let me also, ask you something, Jeanette. Jeanette, mm-hmm. so the women so keep them single. I, I still don't get the purpose of keeping them single. I mean, I mean, I guess, like, let I me, wish I'd been on your, listen to your me, thing yesterday. Let me, let me put it this way. And, Tammy, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this one again. It's like you are on this journey, and mm-hmm. you meet this Hercules, this bodybuilder, this man got a six-pack, he got it going on. And this man could be ungodly, full of sin, all kind of stuff. Now this person may distract you from what God has for you. Now, oh, no. I ain't that like you. are not dumb. So they're making people single is two different things. So if your pastor is teaching you about your own self-worth and Bible principles and and no sex before marriage, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. He's doing this in a way to preserve you, to make sure that you are going down the right path and you're not easily distracted. Because once you get distracted by this pimp daddy, you ain't going to church no more. (laughs) You're not going to get to the pastor no more. The pastor, the pastor, pretty much finding you, seeing you on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You smiling, you you over here with your boo, and he wanted like, where you been, sister so and so? Because you've been distracted, you've been tempted. So sometimes, well, just because always... you're distracted or tempted doesn't mean that you're going to church and stop doing whatever you're, you know, being, you know. I don't. I just. I mean, I, I guess. Because you've been in the church long enough to know sometimes when women are missing. And when they miss it, what's the number one reason why they just miss it and absent from church? Shame. Wait, when women what? Absent from church. Lady, he said shame. Sometimes they feel like... Yeah, what I'm saying is what you said is right. If they get caught up with the wrong person and they and they doing stuff, they feel... It's not the church condemning them. It's them condemning themselves mm-hmm. because they know what they're doing. Everybody else don't know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. So they start to feel like, I can't, I can't go up in there because I can't get the Holy Ghost. I can't pray. I can't sing in the choir because I was just laying down with so-and-so last night. I was just doing this. I was just doing that, which, you know, and they feel guilt and shame. So that keeps them, or they'll be like, I ain't going to church today because I just don't feel like it. And then so on and so on and so on and so on. And, um, you know, that's how it goes. That's what keeps them away. And then 
then soon they're just gone so many Sundays, they just fall off and be like, well, I ain't going. And then once that relationship ends or whatever it is that they were doing and they feel they weren't worthy enough to continue to go to church because you can continue to go to church, but some people feel like they can't because they're ashamed and they feel like people know what they've done and they've seen them. They just put all that on themselves. And then after a while, once they're done with whatever they're, they've been doing, whether it's a relationship or not, then they'll come back to church. Mm-hmm. And it might not be the same church, but they'll go back to a church. Mm-hmm. Well, now, see, if I'm, I'm a widow, so if I was, I'm going to church, and first of all, I'm not going to bring somebody to church unless I'm really having a connection with them, and they're going to want to go to church. Because if you go to church, I mean, if you go to church with different people or somebody, then these people, I mean, not everybody's nosy, but a lot of people are nosy at church. And they're like, oh, who's that? Who's that? You know, what is she doing? She's a single, you know. I mean, I feel like I get singled out anyways because they all know I'm a widow. And I'm like, I just feel strange. I just, I don't know. It's like, okay. But, well, you know I mean, I'm I don't a, know necessarily should be distracted. I mean, I think it's I'm the personality. A, mm-hmm. What? I want to say that. That's not the kind of distraction that I'm talking about. You can bring anybody to church. I used to bring ex-boyfriends to church, ex-husbands. I don't know. No, no. I'm not. I'm not too much gossip. They've been talking. Girl, you're taking I'm, people to church. You're going to be talking about it. It's about saving souls, and I will invite them to church. What we're talking about is people trying to date with people in the church or trying to find a hookup in the church. and or well, That's ridiculous to even try to go to church and you, I don't even know why they bring that up. Yeah, it's like that. Everyone says go on eHarmony because it's a Christian. Yeah, that's that's right, right. But But no, I see what you're saying. I mean, if I brought somebody just to bring them, that's one thing. But I mean, I wouldn't bring when the other lady was talking about, you know, getting distracted by somebody else, and then, I mean, I'm going to go to church whether I'm distracted with somebody or no, and then. He doesn't like that, then I guess that's just one thing we don't have in common. I don't know. I mean, well, I enjoy is, going to like everybody, Everybody's situation is different. I remember when um, when I was younger and um, people would try to date me, and this man used to get so mad at me. He used to be like, oh, you waiting on Jesus? You waiting on Clef Low Dollar? <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> he was so mad at me. He used to get so pissed off with me. Oh, you don't want to date me because I'm not Cleflo. Or da, 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 da. I used to be like, really, really? You know, but he had this perception because I wasn't going to let him distract me, and he would get so angry with me because I, he was like, oh, now you holier than thou. Oh, you, I, I just used to just ignore him. I really did. But he used to always throw a Cleflo dollar in my face, my pastor in my face, Jesus in my face. Everybody got thrown up in my face. I didn't care. No. I did not care. That's going make me want to, I'm good. I'm good. You know. Well, my so, late husband didn't, he didn't even like, he, well, we were both baptized Catholics, but then I liked the Christian church. I, I don't know, there was something that happened in the Catholic church and it upset him and he didn't want to go anymore. So, but that didn't stop me from going with the kids. And then eventually he came, but he came just because, you know, he knew we were going out and going to church. And, I mean, he said something he didn't like it, but it, he was not sure he, he, I guess it's just a bad taste in his mouth from the Catholic church. But to the Christian church, 
you know, it was fine and everything. But, I mean, uh, some, most of the time I went by myself. But, again, you know, it's like people looked at me funny, like, you know, she's by herself, especially if they had never met my, my husband. They're like, what's she doing with three kids? I just thought, like, I finally asked one of the ladies I knew, and she said, you know, people are nosy at church. I said, I, yeah, I'm, I respect people, and I'm like, I don't go around talking like that, but it's like, if I want to be single, I'll be single. I mean, I I don't know how it's not being, you know, to keep me from being single. I just, I couldn't let it, I don't know how I, that could happen. Well, and the thing is this, and I'm going to tell you how, and this is just Jeanette talking, sometimes your parents can keep you single. Sometimes your friend can keep you single. And sometimes your pastor can keep you single by keeping putting things in your head. So that's one of the ways that it can happen is, is if you following this, this doctrine or you believing certain things. You know, I remember some of the things my mother used to say. My mother was trying not to keep us single, but she would tell us, you need to get a husband, you need to da 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 da, da. So those are some of the ways that people start putting people, things in people's head. So that part plays a big role in it. And it's the oh, pastor. Okay. Benefit to where you got a church with a single congregation. You looking at you looking at numbers. You looking at a lot of individuals are coming in more for entertainment versus getting the word. So that's beneficial financially, probably for the church. But that's the way of keeping mm. people single. If everybody was in there married and they might not be bringing a husband, you know, it, it's like okay. I see what you're they, saying. Yeah, I get it. So yeah, I get it. What is your intention? What's your intention? So that's more of what it's about. And some individuals are finding other ways and they're walking away or they're trying to go get fed somewhere else. And like you said, there's a lot of different ways, a lot of different things that are going on, and people are now starting to speak on it. They're really starting to speak on it. I never knew when I was younger why there were more females in the church than there were men in the church. I never knew why if mother so-and-so, husband, what man, she might be over there with deacon so-and-so. and It was just a mess. It was just really a mess. And so part of it is getting more structure in the church, too. And the flesh, a lot of this is flesh. And sometimes it's hard for the pastor. The pastor may not know everything that's going on in the church, but somebody knows something. And sometimes we've got to keep order, and we've got to bring things back to a sense of, you know, where you've got to be decent in the order and respectful. Got to be respectful. Like you said, I wouldn't want to be nobody's first lady. I, I really wouldn't. Because the church, I'd be like, wait a minute now, you better leave, leave my husband alone now. He's tired. Leave me <laughs> I'd be an overprotective first lady. But the thing is, but as long as me and my husband is on the same page, that's what matters, is that we're not going to be fussing, fighting, arguing in front of the congregation, and we're going to do our best to respect each other and resolve our issues, whether it's within our home and within the church. Sometimes right. people lose that fun because they get caught up with their own arterial motive or their own intentions. And then it's no longer about God, it's about man. So he's not keeping them single for God, he's keeping them single for their own ego. Okay. Now I have a question before I know you because you're going to end soon. The one you had mm-hmm. yesterday with, what was it, dating intentional? Dating. <laughs> Is that, can I go back and listen to it? Is it yeah, on there? Yeah, you can go click on the link at any time. And when we talk about I was about, trying to find it yesterday and I couldn't find it. So I was like, where the heck is it? Because I just had that conversation about dating with intention. And the Mm -hmm. gentleman looked at me like, what do you mean dating with intention? (laughs) I thought, oh, 
This is the wrong guy. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because when we're talking about doing things with intentions, that means I'm dating with intentions to either marry, I'm dating with intentions to do something. I'm not just dating a day to waste my time. You know, that's just right. like going to church and single. Just because you worship in God, you're hopefully hoping to find a man of God, get married. And I'm not saying everybody want to get married. I'm not saying everybody want to have kids. I'm not saying all of that. But what I'm saying is, you want to be amongst individuals that are like-minded and that you all have a common purpose. And one is to first serve God and develop your relationship with God. And then yeah, so what's that. Gonna ha- what's going to what's gonna happen when my head, I'm da- I want to date with intention to have a monogamous relationship, long-term, whatever. I don't know that I want to get married again, so am I going to be a sin because I don't decide to get married again? Well, Tammy. I mean, how's the church going to look at that? How's Tammy. that going to be if I go with what? Can you hear what you said? I did. Okay. Well, but here what it is. Say? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I understand why you would do that. Because if a person is divorced or they're widowed, and it's going to mess up their finances if they remarry or all of these other different things. I understand why people are doing what they're doing. That kind of goes back to, again, why the church keeps women single. There's a reason behind that, because you have a lot to lose. I'm going to say God is God all by himself. And we can't say what God will do in any situation. Regardless of what the Bible says, we go by the guidelines of the Bible, but God can do whatever he wants. That's why we're not to judge. Mm-hmm. So you can you can be dating and not marry and have the, the biggest heart in the world and do everything God can say, you know what, because you were faithful. Right. Come on. You know, so that's why I don't, I can't say because I'm not God. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to tell you. Well, I've had people say, yeah. and I've had people I, say to me, you mean you wouldn't get I'm, married? Well, you know, God wouldn't like that. I'm looking, I'm like, what? Oh, okay. And then God yeah. can take, God can send the hell who he wants. Mm-hmm. You know what? That was one thing, and I was talking about Pastor Hammond, that I learned about Pastor Hammond. He used to say, I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. And because I know more of your situation, I understand what you're saying. It's because if you've got all of this already set up financially and you're already stable and you're already secure, you're looking more for companionship is what you may be looking for. Yeah, you may be looking for a lifelong partner, but you also know that if you get married and then stuff up, it's like, well, what did I do that for? You know? So that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I mean, to me, I understand. I was married. You know, you know, I was married for a long time. So, and I understand the commitment of marriage, but I don't, because of, like you said, my situation, I would be like, okay, you know, do I need that legal piece of paper? I mean, I could still get married without. Marriage is a covenant. And the thing is this, right. and, and a lot of times we, we get it, um, we confuse. We confuse a lot of different things. And, um, I hear what you're saying, and I get what you're saying, but there are individuals in the church that are not married because, especially as we age, because it would disrupt their Social Security. 
But the pastor be like, I don't like y'all living in sin. I know y'all living together. I know y'all. But it'll mess up their social security check. Right. And that's why they're not married. So who is the pastor to say, okay, well, you know y'all need to go get married. And you know y'all need to come mess up their finances. What you do? Do that and be homeless? Right. Well, yeah, I mean, with some cases you can do prenups, but, I mean, I understand what you're saying. And part of me does feel like, you know, that you're supposed to be married, but then I think, you know, I did that, and I I have too much to, you know. Marriage is not for everybody, and you want to be married to somebody that want to be married to you. We have a lot of one-sided relationships, and some individuals are I mean, I wouldn't want to be married to some. I mean, but no. some people want to be married to the to you for the wrong reasons, and that's one of my concerns. There we go. So if the church is not teaching women their worth, and they're not teaching them that they're worthy, and they're not motivating them, and then you get someone that come behind the pastor, and he putting all these, hey, baby, let me talk to you for a minute, let me, and he throwing these rap games, and she's stuck. It's like, what, what are you thinking, you know? But everybody's situation is different, and we're not to judge. I don't judge individuals, even in therapy. I understand. It's like I tell people, I may not condone what you're doing, but I understand I get it. And I may not agree with it, but I'm not going to sit up here and tell you or make you feel bad about yourself. Like they say, shame is something that we, guilt is something that we feel. Shame is something that people want us to feel. And I'm not trying to make nobody feel shame. Uh, the way no, I've had life. people when I've met them, like if I've tried to date with intention, because mm-hmm. because I don't want to get married, that I feel bad. I start, you know, I mean, making me feel, you know, go, I'm a godly man. I can't live in the house without being married. I'm like, okay, hey, so, well, 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 I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this because I know we're running out of time, but. Um, there's a guy named R.C. Blake, and he talks about a Ph.D. woman with a GED man. If I got somebody telling me that, and I know that they don't have nothing to bring to the table and everything I got is already at the table, I don't want to hear that man. I'm not saying you got to do this, 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 but I'm too old now. I, I said, somebody asked me, did they, would you get married again? I would. I would. But I ain't getting no more divorces. So whoever married me, they're going to be screwed. <laughs>
not well. Can I can I ask I'm that not. question? No, I'm not. Because you know why? The thing I thought you is, got married to that guy. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. <laughs> the is, the thing is, I know my worth, and I'm not going to give up who I am for somebody to try to make me feel or believe that I'm supposed to be less than. I know my worth. I know that I have a purpose in life. And sometimes being single, being educated, and being financially stable is a threat for a lot of men. So I would have to connect with a person that's on my level. I can't date and do all of this. No, 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 no. I've dodged a lot of bullets in my lifetime. Well, it's not easy I, to find somebody who's on your level, though. Right. But the thing is, is I don't look for nobody. I don't even leave the house. <laughs> I don't even go nowhere. Well, you, okay, I'll talk to you about that later because I know you were out and about doing things, but it, maybe it was just a friend. But, I mean, I know you're busy doing things, and I, I thought he was a nice guy, but I just was curious because I haven't talked to you in a long time, and I haven't seen you in a while. So, But I just want to know, because like you said about the, you know, yesterday and then the godly thing, because I do think about, you know, okay, would I get married again? I don't know. I haven't even I – I, I can't even imagine doing that, but I guess it's, it's not something I wouldn't put a – wouldn't say. But I – but like you said – but I have to. I don't want. I don't want someone trying to change me or tell me, you know, I I'm lesser than this or I can't, you know, the godly thing. I just and I and I work too hard for everything. I'm marriage material. I'm not the side chick. I don't need to be your long term girlfriend. I know my worth. I know what I bring to the table. I give it a hundred. I'm not a cheater. I don't lie. So right. Why I not be good for someone that's good for me? I've had men tell me, even on the air, Jeanette, you were good for me. Yeah, but you weren't good for me. So I have to stop dealing with, ooh, somebody got this heater on in this house. Good Lord. I have learned to stop going along to get along because I don't say anything. And then I get caught up in these situations. And then I'm like, I'm trying to backpedal, and they thinking one thing. And I'm like, mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm, boy, just leave me alone. So. But that's basically mm-hmm. it, and I'm not saying people are bad people. I've just found throughout my dating history that a lot of individuals are not authentic and honest and transparent when I meet them, and I find out stuff later on. And I always survive, but some of this stuff helped me to become the woman that I am today, which helped be able to right. motivate a lot of for women. So when I hear that they're broken, I hear that they hurt, I hear or I'm working with divorcees or but they look at me as a pillar of strength. I don't know where it came from, but some some games I don't even want to play. But it is what it is. So and I don't now is the gentleman to... still on the line? Is he still there? Yeah, still here. She's still here. And I don't try to discourage women from relationships, but I do encourage the relationship. You do That's encourage it. what? I don't discourage people from relationships, but I right. encourage healthy relationships because a lot of times individuals connect with toxic individuals, and nothing good is right. going to come of that. So I well, I was just going to ask the gentleman if you could ask. I was just curious because of our, what we just talked about. As a mm-hmm. gentleman, what is his input on something like that? What does he think about what we just were talking about? What do what? 
the gentleman that was on the phone, I don't know if he's still there. Oh, he hung up. His, up. He oh, he hung up? Already. Okay. Yeah. I okay. Know I was wondering at a man's point of view because mm-hmm. I know as women, that, and I understand what you're saying because that's where I'm coming from, and I'm thinking, well, I guess this is the way I, God's I, plan I, is. I, I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to be single in the church. Hey, Paul. Paul. Mr. Paul. What? Come in for a minute. I'm breaking up your your conversation. But I have a question for you, being in the church. Is the church keeping women single? Uh, Is it keep? Oh, okay. Oh, it's somebody else. Okay. So what do you see when you see single women coming to the church single and may perhaps be entertaining, looking for a man or... Do you think they're going in with that perception to find a husband, or what do you think? 80% of them do. 80% of yeah, women? 80% of them do, because they've been so demised by the relationship that they came out of, they figured if they go to church and find a good Christian man, they won't have the same yeah. issue. But if, when you go to church, and you got to think about it, if that woman's coming to church to find refuge, then that same man is coming <laughs> to, to find refuge. Now you got to find the refuge, and you don't know what they've been through, and you don't know what they've been through. Mm-hmm. So each other trying to change each other, and most of the time it don't work. Mm-hmm. It lasts about a year, two years, and then it's done. And but when we start talking about the pastor preaching, and I know that different churches have different like women's groups, um, different organizations, different things that they try to help individuals. Are you finding that there are more ways to try to help single women? Be a woman or that virtuous woman? You ain't got to be perfect, no. but you don't have to stay broken. No. It's all about healing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think most of people should remember what they come to church for. It's not to indulge in finding a mate. It's to indulge in finding Christ and fixing yourself. That part right there. That part right there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I know you were a single man in the church and yeah. people coming in the church and you know, and sometimes they're looking at what you can do, what you got, who you with, who you – they don't even care. They lower their standards. Jumping out the curtains trying to get it. <laughs> and, okay, so what is a man to do? If a man is dealing with that – Take it out the way of focus on Christ. Mm-hmm. And try not to find nothing in the church, find outside the church. Because you got to remember those in the church are damaged already. Mm-hmm. So by coming to you – they're still damaged. And you can't fix somebody that's damaged. they got uh, to fix themselves first. Okay. I like that because I found that a lot of times men don't know what to do and they don't pray nothing. Mm-hmm. And then now they've been all blowed out of proportion. Now you're caught up. Now you're in trouble. Now you you got these scandals or people have lied on you or, yeah. you know, because they didn't get what they wanted from you and now you got a mess. Thank you. I appreciate you sharing your input on the show tonight. Not a problem. Thank you. Okay. All right, so at least we got a male's perspective of it. Lady T, what's your take yeah. on that? Mhm. Well, I mean, some right, yeah. Some what he said is, I mean, right. You know, some women come broken, but I don't. I don't think the church is keeping a woman single. That's a lot because the church consists of a lot of people. Because that's us, mm-hmm. all of us. You know, we are the church. People forget that the building at the church is just the building. We, the people, are the church. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't, don't see believe how is it. Yeah, I don't I agree with 
women single. Mm-hmm. And um, with some women, single women, they need some of them need to come in church with a different mindset. Some of them, they, you know, they come to church, they're probably single because maybe they just got divorced, maybe they maybe they just got a relationship, or, you know, some of them come, they are in a relationship, but they're still considered single because they're not married. Mm-hmm. And then some of them, even if they're in a relationship and they come to church and if the deacon talking to them all the time or the musician, because women tend to fall for the leaders and the musicians. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Well, it looks like, like, what my mom said, God, no, not my church. And they still, the women still want them. Uh-huh. They want that title or they want that anointing. Yep. yep. And That's true. we can't just say that, too, because they're saying, does it keep the church thing? Because it's married women that go to church, and they want, they want the pastor or the, or the uh, musician, mm-hmm. or the deacon, or the elder, you know? Mm-hmm. That's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is you true. Know? And the part of it is, and like you said, Lady Keith, part of it, too, is you got to address that brokenness and stop the generational curse, try to help them heal, try to help them realize that you're worthy, you're important, because sometimes they don't believe in themselves. They really don't. Yeah, because you're talking don't. about men or women or both? Women. But it's real. Mm-hmm. Can you repeat what you, you just said? I'm sorry. Said? Did you, you said, who said they're going to heal? Is that men and women both? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, Michelle. You were talking over Lady T. He was talking about I'm most sorry. don't believe curses, but they're real. And that is true. They, it is real. And generational curses are real. And a lot of things that hurt happens in the church. A lot of church hurt. A lot of these things. So Michelle was asking the question, talking about, are we talking about men or women? Yeah, they're broken men as well as broken women in the church. That's too. Right. A lot of broken men. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are. A lot of broken men because their fathers weren't there. Mm-hmm. Or they were wounded by their mother. And they were raised by women. Yep. And sometimes they don't have no respect for their mothers. And, and yeah, they may take that out on other women. women. Correct. And, and you got they people. Go from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, ladies, I want to thank you for joining us here tonight at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. And it kind of gives me the answer or what I'm taking away from this in regards to is the church keeping women single. It's not that the church is keeping women single. It is that ideology, and when we talk about singleness, we talk about marriage, we talk about relationships, I would say that a lot of this information we need to focus more on helping our people to grow, helping right. them to grow closer, closer to Christ and also helping them to get to know themselves. Right. And that way they can be ready. That way they don't have to stay single, but they also don't have to settle for someone less than that they're not equally yoked with. I remember a couple of years ago, one of my um, college friends that I grew up with, they had a cousin, and their cousin wanted a husband, looking for a husband, got her a man, got her a church man. That man dogged that woman out. She had a beautiful wedding, beautiful girl. She was all stressed out. He was cheating. He was lying. He was And within one year, that woman was dead. She had a heart attack and died. And they had to have mm. a vote fund me because the man didn't even have enough money to bury his wife. Mm. Ruined that woman. So 
So sometimes you got to be careful with who you are trying to connect yourself up with, talking about you just want you a husband, because that may not be the husband for you. You got to take right. time to get to know this person, because you never right. know. And I, I was like, I'm watching the transition, like, okay, she happy, she married, she met this man, and now she did? What the hell? That man struck her the hell out. And we're taking her for almost I've everything. Seen that, I've seen that happen more than once. All because she wanted a husband. Mm-hmm. Or you got men that do the same thing because they wanted a wife. That goes mm-hmm. both ways. we got to be more careful with who you connect yourself up with. You know, Paula White said it best when she said a relationship is healthy. When I could be me, you could be you, we could be us. I can grow, you can grow, we can grow. If we ain't growing, I ain't wasting my time no more. Because I got time for that. I, I really don't. Right. I right. really don't. So my thing is if you ain't if you can't come and, and help or what, get out of my way. <laughs> get out of my way. So Lady T, what do you want the listeners to know before we end tonight? That I want them to know that um it's not the church that's keeping women single or keeping anybody single for that matter. It's what's keeping us as women single is our mindset. Mm-hmm. How we go about our daily lives, how we live, our concepts, what we believe in, you know, the things we follow, the things we say, the things we do, the people we look up to, the people we talk to, mm-hmm. you like know. That. And if we just focus on having a relationship with God, instead of focus on having a relationship with everybody else and trying to get everybody else's opinion on how we should live our life, then maybe you would be single in the church. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you be with someone. I like that. Okay. All right. Uh, Michelle, what do you want the listeners to know before we end tonight? Um, just that um, I don't think that that women should think that the church is trying to keep them single. That's right. I don't feel that, that they are. I mean, and that, you know, you should go to church and just, you know, um, go by your beliefs. And, you know, don't, I mean, don't go to church for the wrong reasons, you know, either. I mean, so, mm-hmm. I mean but I don't, I don't think you should let someone stop you from going to getting into a relationship or maybe because you're, because you're going to church and they want to keep you single. I just don't think they should, that should be something that, that should be a mindset on anybody. Correct. Does that make sense? Well, you know, it comes back to a friend of mine. We were having a conversation the other night, and I was, I seized on this. And he said, men like what they see, and women like what they hear. That was deep. Meaning, a man. Men like what they see, and women like what they hear. Men like what they see. So if they see something that's attractive, men are natural hunters, they're going to go after what they see. Women, we like what we hear. If we got a man making all these promises and telling us they go do this and that and that and this, we like what we hear. And that's where we get caught up. But when we start taking actions with words, trust and believe God will give you the discernment to know. That's right. If this person is for you or if this person isn't for you. So we need to pay attention and we need to trust God. Because God ain't, 
God is not in all these situations and relationships. As a therapist, I'd be like, but God, and we got married. No, God ain't had nothing to do with that. You made that decision. And I tell people, I cannot break you up, nor can I keep you together. All I can do is get you to think. Okay. And if you know you're not safe, and if you know what's going to change. Right. What's going to change. So that's the mindset, and we got to do better. And even from whether it is within a church, even if it's within our community, even if it's within our family, we have to do better. Okay. Right. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you guys. Until next Tuesday, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I keep getting conflicting stories of, Jeanette, you need to go back to 12. Then, Jeanette, you had two. Then, Jeanette, I'm like, good Lord. I'm trying to come up with a guide that's going to be able to fit people. But if you miss any of the episodes, you can also click on the link at any time to listen to any of the shows. You can do that. You can find it on Spotify. Amazon, Blog Talk Radio, FM. It's so many ways you can find a show. You can even Google Jeanette Abney Podcast, and it'll give you a list of the shows that I've pretty much had over the past seven years. Okay, so if I go to Precious Predicament, I can't find it, but if I go to Google on YouTube for the shows you've done, I can find it that way? You can go to Blog Talk Radio. You can go to Blog. You can even go to my previous post on Facebook. And just click on the link, and then it'll take you to yesterday's show. Yeah, you can do that. That's not a problem, okay? And don't okay. be afraid to share the information. And if you're out there, I appreciate my middle school friends, my neighbors. And if you're out there and if you have a topic that you want me to discuss or you want me to talk about, just let me know. I'm open-minded. Got the platform. We can talk about a lot of different things. I still don't understand, Michelle, how President Trump could be ahead of Nikki Haley, and he wasn't even supposed to be on the ballot for New Hampshire. I, 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 I don't understand okay. it. Hold on a second. <laughs> is he, is, what, what is going on? I don't even want to get in that middle of that drama. Are we, is he the only one running, or is him and Haley running now? Are you telling me we only got those two and that's it? Uh, if you're a Republican, you got Donald Trump, Trump and Nikki Haley. Wait, and if we got Nikki Trump Haley, and we got Haley, the other one dropped Nikki, out. And if Nikki Haley dropped out, all y'all got is Trump again. This don't make no kind of sense whatsoever. Wait, is Biden running again too? You know what? The problem is we keep no, on. We're going to let people make a straight fool out of us. They want to break him for because he shouldn't even be allowed to run at all. They got this man, 54.4%. I agree. He should not be around, allowed to run. You know that? Crazy. This is crazy. After all what right, happened well, last time, you know what? I don't even know why they're letting him run. 
I'm, I'm sorry. in the world, I'm not of the world. But this makes absolutely no sense because last time he was on the ballot, he was the only one on the ballot for a long time. It's like, where all the people go? Where is it? Right. <laughs> How about you go run, Jeanette? Why don't you try? You know what? Is it too, is it too late? I wouldn't do well with politics. I wouldn't do well with politics. Well, I, don't, I don't blame that because I wouldn't either. And the reason I wouldn't do well with politics because I believe in doing the right thing no matter what. Now, you may not make everybody happy, but my intentions are pure. So I'm not right. malicious. I'm not going to abuse my power. I'm not going to – and it's crazy because even I was thinking back, I always say I don't like politics, but even when I was a kid in elementary school, I was student body president. I was this. I was that. So if I saw an injustice somewhere, I would do my best to speak up and speak out. So I've been like that all my life. Now, people may not like me, but they will respect me because I'm going to do the right thing no matter what. And I know that I would step on a lot of people's shoes, toes, and and really wouldn't care because I ain't telling nothing I could see. So that really wouldn't work for me. And I'm going to say this, Michelle, (laughs) you know some of the battles and some of the things, and you know I don't go along with with the flow. I yeah, just me too. I said, County, they want me to come back. Oh, you what? As a, they want. What you just I'm said? laughing because they filled out the paperwork. They want Wait, me to come the back. County wants you to come back. Yes. Uh, you better double charge them, girlfriend. Yes, they sent me an email wanting me to. After, <laughs> and you know, you know what those people are trying to put me through. Because I would not you're, even, you're not even thinking about going back there, are you? I'm, you know what? I'm not, but I need to do some things with J.A. Precious in order to oh, be a fee-for-service, in order to get on the term panel, in order to do the domestic violence program in San Diego County. That's the only way you can oh. be a term But remember. Hey, I have a question I'm, for you. Since you're thinking well, about doing that, are you doing a term pro? Are you doing that in Riverside County? Are you still out in Marietta? No. No. She closed the office in Marietta. So right now, I have the office oh, in Oceanside, Garden Grove, and Huntington Beach. But you know what? Okay. This is the thing. This is what I mean by this. And when we're talking about um, is the church keeping people single or whatever, and you ask me about politics, you know what I went through, and I was not <laughs> going to do what they wanted me to do. So I walked away from my whole contract. I know, and I would do it again, let me tell you. (laughs) So that's my point. When you stand your ground, people will respect you. And the woman told me, she said, I know you got a podcast. I looked you up. She said, we need you back. And I was like, what was that that called you? Can you tell me? I I, I would have to look at the email, and I would have to, um, to find it from the email. But I just found it quite interesting. I really found it quite interesting where these individuals accused because I wouldn't. And so, no, politics, mm-mm, mm-mm. They, don't, they, they play dirty. They play, they play dirty. No, I know. And, and I, I'm the reason I was – I'd be curious to know, but the reason I asked you about out here because I have somebody I was trying to re- – I, I told her about you, and I said, I don't know if she still has an office out here, but I'll find out. And, well, um, and the thing is – there's a lot of different things that I got to do, a lot of different things that's on my plate, a lot of different. So I'm trying not to stretch myself out too thin, but I just found that to be very interesting. And 
But I can't wait for you to tell me who that who it was that asked you. But it could be some new people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, well, we definitely the top lady. Did he, I mean, did he even know what happened? Here. I mean, did we want you and, back? Yeah, and retreat. I um, I, I, we talking? I'm talking about the church. I attended a training about setting up retreat. So I've learned oh, a lot of information okay. on how to do retreat. And see, uh-huh. I know my language. I could talk. I could put things together. I could put workshops together. I'm not a decorator. I'm not a meal planner. I don't know how to find venues. But I know that's what you and your family are good at with stuff like that. But putting together retreats, retreats for women, single women retreats. Oh, yeah. Re- yeah I love when I was doing my Are you going to be right doing right? some retreats? Yes. Yes. What kind of retreats are they going to be? Um, it's going to vary. It's going to focus, some will focus on women, and some will focus on parenting. Some parents don't even know how to parent adult children. They're so burnt out, they don't know what to do. So uh, are you going to do any with, um, like, abused women? I can do that, too. You know, like domestic, yeah. you know, that That's kind of a thing? Yeah, I can, I can do that, too. So I've gathered a lot of information in regards to how to set up retreats. And there's a lot of different things and setting up the platform. So there's a lot of things that are out there, a lot of things that people can do to develop and make passive income. A lot of I just know how to stay in my lane, but I don't mind right. having a strong team to help other people grow. Right. Well right, how about right. you how about you do rent an Airbnb rent an Airbnb and do a venue out in Temecula? You probably have a lot of people in and there you go. And that's what some people are doing. Either they're doing it through Airbnb or they're either trying to find, like, a convention hall or if you're doing it as a conference. Yeah, I went, to a, I went to a widow's conference, and they did, it, they did it at an Airbnb. They did it for two nights, three days. And it was mm-hmm. in was Arizona. But it was mm-hmm. on Airbnb. And I'm hoping they'll do one out here. But also I think it would be good to have one, like you said, like a woman's retreat, you know, or um, – and a woman's routine about just either learning how to deal with life and BS or whatever, or, yeah. you know, a woman's routine that could involve including people that are involved in domestic violence that really need to find their way to mm-hmm. build their self-esteem about and mm-hmm. um, all that and stuff. You but, I mean, the wine country's yeah. got some beautiful Airbnbs. <laughs> Yeah, you could bring in a chef. You could bring in. You could bring in. You could set up however you want to set it up. So, like I said, there's a lot of different directions that I'm going to, or I want to do, and I'm thinking about and putting together some things or doing. And y'all better catch me within the next ten years because my body is getting tired. <laughs> well, if you need help, let me know. I'm looking to volunteer my time. And if you want to do one out here, I'll help coordinate it. I'll help you whatever you want me to do. Just tell me what you want me to do, and I'll do it. You know me. <laughs> that i appreciate that because like i said we've been doing this for a long time we've been riding it and it's time now to grow and it's time to spread the word so i want to thank you guys and if yeah and i and let me tell you i've already got four women that i could send you to the center that will come to the retreat with me mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what i told them all about you is getting the people to participate finding a venue, right. finding something that they're interested in, finding, you know, some activities for them to do and writing down the objective of what it is they're going to learn from these retreats. So, yeah, I got to I got to get out there. I definitely got to get out there and do the groundwork. Yeah, and, you can do yoga, meditation. You can learn about how to be 
be kind to yourself, you know, not just be a mom, but be a person, not just be a wife, um, Mm -hmm. not just to be somebody who, you know, does everything, but you also got to let go of control sometimes and you can't just, you know, and and give somebody else a chance to, that kind of stuff. There's a lot of things that people may not realize that they need to unlearn certain behavior. And oh, I learned a lot. Packaging it and putting it together, and that's basically right. it. So, but we can do that off the air. We can do that. Sit down, talk, yeah. stuff together. That would be great. Appreciate you guys. And until yeah. next week, remember you got this. And tell me, I may not be able to get a chance to call you tonight, but I'll call you tomorrow. Okay. 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 All right. Well, thank All right. you very much us here at okay. Precious Ridiculous Blog Talk Radio. Bye. Till next week, remember you Bye. got this. Bye.